hey, 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 what's happening? It's me, your Jesus loving Jersey girl, with my Juneteenth Freedom Day shirt on. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? It's another Wednesday and time for another enlightening, impactful, powerful, empowering conversation with Pastor Sam. I like that. What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing today? <laughs> we missed you last week. Uh, sorry that we were unable to uh, be on live, but we are back on today. Remember, we love for you to participate in the conversation when you do. That makes you a conversational list. And you can actually purchase a shirt that says so. So make sure that you check out our Living Stream store and cop that merch. Merch! I was... Um... Slow today, Pastor, with that. I was looking at production stuff. Cop that merch. Merch. Yeah, and get you a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, a hoodie, a a mask, a mug. It's all in our Living Stream store, and I'll put that link inside of our uh, live chat over there. You can also go just directly to our website at www.famecbrownsmills.com, and you can click on Shop. And then click on our Living Stream store and you'll find all the merchandise there. So please support um, our our channel. Um, and you you get you help us because what we're trying to do this year is to get 1,000 subscribers. I'm going to say this every week until we reach it. We're trying to get 1,000, I'm going to say 1,000 plus subscribers by the end of this year. And the way that you can do that for us is if you get some of that merch and then you wear it, it'll spark a conversation with someone, and then you could in- encourage them to, to subscribe to the channel. And we really need some more subscribers so that we can do more things with on the platform. So we encourage you to assist us in that area. As a matter of fact, the only way we can do it is with your help. So we pray that you'll assist us in that way. Um, then the other thing is, is that, yeah, uh, we we are we have had some really in-depth conversations here lately um and you can take these conversations with you because sometimes you have to go back and and re-listen to them and you can do that wherever you get your podcast uh google podcast pocket cast we're on spotify you can also listen to us on sundays after church um between the hours of one and two on level up radio i'll put the link inside of the live chat as well if for some reason you want to have a dialogue with us on tonight or during any conversation, but for some reason you don't feel comfortable uh, connecting your name with your comment and or your question, then you can dial us up via text at 609-288-2880, 609-288-2880. And uh, that'll come directly to me and then we'll share your comment and or answer your question while we're live on the air. If you feel uncomfortable, so that's for any of that. Uh, how do you say it? Anonymity. Uh, anybody who wants to remain anonymous, that's how you can reach out to us. Okay. And um, yeah, so remember, be respectful. Let's keep the conversation going on tonight. Please engage, participate. Please engage and participate because we don't want the dialogue just to be amongst the three of us. We want you included. This is the conversation. It's not just the conversation for the three of us. It's the conversation with us all. So thank you all for your attention to these things. We're going to go around the room. We're going to allow everybody to say hello. When we come back, I'll pray and we'll start our conversation about church. Change with society. 
or hold fast? Hold fast. Change for society. What that do you is, say, hi? Uh, that is the question. <laughs> good evening. Want to be. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. It's good to be in the studio. Looking forward to the conversation today. Oh, oh gosh. I was going somewhere with that. Well, you know, get there then. You know, anyway, but I'm glad everyone's on. Look forward to the conversation. And uh, we're going to see where we are because there's a lot of things going on right now. That this really is certainly applicable at this time. Like what? Uh, everything. Uh, no, everything. A lot of things. Like what? <laughs> there are a lot. Of things just throwing stuff on. out. Like what? Like what? Like what? What's not going on right now? Uh, you just... made the statement. I'm asking you. Like uh, what? Do you want me to go through the whole issue? No, if it's a lot, just give me one or two. Uh, we talked about gun violence. That's one. Of them. That was the last conversation. Give me something else. Give me something else. Or racial inequality. We didn't talk about that. Uh huh. Give me another uh, housing disparities, uh-huh. gasoline prices. All right, yeah, the gasoline price. I got something to say about that one. Uh, I went to Costco the other day, and I said to the, I'm not even going to say what I said to Nintendo. Mentioning these names, uh, these places. Well, to this superstore. Uh, <laughs> it's too late now. Yeah, but I was like, he said, I said, filled up. I didn't say that much. But anyway, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the conversation today. Mm-hmm. Happy Juneteenth. That's already passed. As you know. How's it already passed? Yes, I'm going to let it go. Huh? What you going to let go? No, no, I'm good. Go ahead and say it. No, I'm not gonna, and I'm me and the pastor got on Juneteenth shirts and you don't have one? Yep. Yeah, but he did he put his But I gave him a Juneteenth lapel pin and, and he, he didn't want to put it on. To put it on. Uh, I didn't refuse to put yes, it on. Yes, you did. You don't have it on? You said I'm not putting it on today. Yeah, all right. All right. So, you ain't really want to be down with the cause. To God be the glory. Thank you, everybody, for um, being here with us on this evening. We really and truly appreciate your company and your blessing and your anointing and your prayers. Let the church say amen. 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 You know, I got something to say about the uh, everybody has a gas price. Um, story. Crazy story. Mm-hmm. But matters. I was coming home the other day mm-hmm. and I was on the phone with uh, one of the sisters of the church. Mm-hmm. And um, I pulled it to the gas station and I jokingly told the guy, I was like, fill it up. And then I made a joke. I said, don't let that tank go over $100. <laughs> I did not realize that, you know what? He had to stop it at $100 and it still did not fill up my car. My goodness. I was like, man, if that wasn't robbery, I don't know what is. Wow, yeah. So I'm like, really, as we said on Sunday, in prayer with everybody because... These prices are, it's like, man, you got to call your boss and like, I can't come to work today. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> now, listen, you like, want me to come Monday sick? and Friday or you want me on Tuesday and Thursday because that's all my gas is going. It's like, brother. Two days you got out of me You don't week. pay me enough to put gas in my car to come out there. I, I guess it's paying for that gas bill. That check don't don't mean nothing to me no more. Say and they got the what? nerve enough to talk about it. Ain't nobody um uh, filling the jobs out here. They can't fill them. Now with these gas prices. Come on now. Unless you can get on your bicycle and ride to them. I mean, oh, you just can't drive to these places no more. It's out it. of control. Mm-hmm. So we feeling it, y'all. Everybody feeling it. I don't know if they um, have an answer to this. Somebody getting rich. Mm-hmm. Somebody is getting very, very rich. It ain't it ain't uh, the common man, but, you know, that money going somewhere. You better say that. Oh, my goodness. So today we're going to talk about 
and it's okay for us to get to a point to where is that we can, you know, honestly say, I, not only I don't know, I don't have an answer, but then this is the reason why we have fellowship. This is the reason why we have um, church in the body, because you have to be able to not only touch and agree, but you have to be in harmony and you have to listen to each other. And then you have to see how God reveals itself to each of the people in each of the voices. So you can put all that together into one voice, mm-hmm. one answer. Mm-hmm. And for years, even before we went through the COVID piece, we were having this disunity that was happening inside of the um, our social engagements, particularly with the church. And that's our um, angle. So that's what I'm going to talk more about. And we were blaming it on so many factors. The the advent of social media coming in. And I'm going to tell you, even with social media, if we listen to this, y'all remember, we used to have horror stories that were just like, I mean, uh, nightmarish and they were silly. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a picture called the birds where everybody was scared to go outside. <laughs> yeah. And it was just birds. Yeah. And then you had the blob, which was nothing but, you yeah, know, but some that, jelly. That birds one still get me though, for real. Come on, man. That's when crazy. You see all them birds outside, you'd be wondering they lying. It comes up. back to your mind because yeah, we were traumatized. My, before my time. Before my time. <laughs> you know you saw the birds <laughs> and the blob. Exactly. And the blob, man, the blob have folks scared. Yeah. This big old um, snot ball of jelly rolling around <laughs> and everybody running around and screaming. But can you imagine if we could take today social media engagement mm. and put that on television and then back in the um, 70s and say, look, this is where society is going. Mm. And everybody who were really um, engaged with each other and figuring things out as a community and really being person to person and um, being intimate with each other. And then they begin to see this. How in the world can you get five, six people together? And they're all looking at this device in their hands. They will be like completely perplexed and probably would not ever touch a cell phone. Yeah. Because to, to that society, this would look like a nightmare. Yeah. It was like an absolute nightmare that you go to dinner with your um, your um, social other, your better other, um, your significant other, and you're both sitting there and no one looks up from the phone. Mm-hmm. And it's just the world that we're living in. So that's one of the, you know, some of the difficulties that we're living in. But you know they have a, um, excuse me for interrupting, but right I don't want to go too far off myself. That's really just drawing me out in another area. Go ahead. They, they actually have a, a new television show that's going to be airing if it hasn't already started called uh, Social Addiction or something. And we're already there. It's like the intervention for people with this um, phones and cell phones and that are so addicted to their social media, so addicted to their phones right. that they have to have an intervention for these folks. That's, you know, it's and a that's, whole show. That's going in a whole other direction. Mm-hmm. I want to bring us back in, but I really want to say that because we are so far gone with that thing that it is just ridiculous the way it has us wrapped up. And you know what? One of the things that I was reading the other day is that the reason why we're getting so mean and evil towards each other Mm -hmm. is because online, the more mean and evil you are, the more likes you get. So you're addicted to the likes. So the meaner you get so that you can get the more likes. Mm -hmm. It is a vicious cycle that's going on out Mm -hmm. here. And the community online is so large that you really cannot be impactful. It's got so many voices and it's so saturated that you have no power hour anymore mm-hmm. everybody's got something to say even um, um to the point of of just you know how to um, make 
chocolate chip cookies. You got 10 million recipes out there. You used to be able to say my grandmother's recipe. Mm -hmm. That is, that's not the case anymore. We have just become oversaturated with everything. But then yet the subject of the night, and I want to get back to that. And I apologize for just going off on a tangent that was just really not planned is the church has to be effectively engaged in today's society. It's difficult for the church to be engaged in today's society because today's society is moving so very fast. And the church has to be the rock of what? Ages. So that means ages should be able to come and go, and the church remains the solid rock of Christ and the foundation of understanding. And on this rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking what? Sand. But we are finding ourselves to be in a position, and it's even within our denomination where people are, in, in, in the denomination we um, are, are ascribing to, but people are telling us and preaching to us on a regular recurring basis, regular recurring, same thing, that we have to rethink church, church mm -hmm. in order to be relevant instead of making the church resilient mm -hmm. in the future so that it can be a life raft for mm -hmm. people who are in this torrential storm of change. Yeah. I'm not saying the church does not change um, and, and adapt itself society, with society at all. What I'm saying is that the church cannot hold on to a moral ethic and the changes that are so rapidly happening around it um, at the same time. Amen. Somebody has to have some um, 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 degree of sustainability and be able to stand on an issue that is going to be a beacon of hope for people that really are out here being tossed and driven on a restless, what, sea of time. Mm -hmm. And so we looked at 1 Corinthians 15, and in 1 Corinthians 15, it tells us different things. Um, Paul was saying, I want to remind you that you have to be able, my brothers and sisters, to preach the gospel. You've got to preach the good news. And the good news is supposed to be applicable to everything that we have going on, no matter what is happening out here in the world. It should be able to plug into the direct current of the good news. Mm -hmm. If it cannot plug into the good news, then maybe we should not be plugged, what? Into it. Somebody else say amen right amen. there. But he's saying that, you know what? You received it. You received this gospel that I taught you and you had, you took your stand. Everybody can remember probably just as short as 10 years ago when you got saved and you really gave your life over to Christ. You decided at that moment and probably five years ago, I'm going to what? Take and make a stand. Mm hmm. And this is what he's saying. Make a stand. Make a stand for Christ. Make a stand for the gospel and hold firm to God's what? Unchanging hand. God's unchanging hand. Mm -hmm. But we are finding ourselves inside of this place in society where change is the normal course where we have to really start think on these other things instead of thinking on the things that have virtue to them and then holding fast to that. And then he's telling us in the same Peace in the first Corinthians 15. Like, listen, don't be misled with a lot of stuff that's going on out here. Mm -hmm. And a lot of stuff, even with good intention, if it don't have the, the, the experience of time and it's not tested, 
then you may be experimenting with something that is not going to be sufficient like the grace of God is. Mm -hmm. Amen. And it may put you in a position where you're falling over what the side and going over the cliff because you really thought something was incredible for the moment. But how many times have you found something incredible for the moment that was not good for the long term? Mm -hmm. A lot of times you find that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So that means you can put yourself in, 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 in the wide gate and find yourself in bad company. And that bad company will corrupt your good, good behavior. behavior. Yes. And your good behavior is the behavior that you have what reckoned that you have um, learned that you have gleaned that you have gotten because God has put his Holy Spirit in you and that Holy Spirit is opening up a conduit between you and heaven itself. We're going to pray and then we're going to come back because I'm just getting ready to go for another 20 minutes without praying uh -huh. and I felt both of them looking at me. Amen. So we're going we're gonna to pray. We're going to hit it back again. We're going to let these licentious get into this thing. But I hope that puts a flavor inside of your understanding on the direction that we want to go here. We need to understand that if it is not Christ, do not let it move you. Amen. And you've got to always give yourself to the work of God. Always give yourself to the work of God. Let the church say amen. 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 Go ahead. Most gracious and heavenly Father, we thank you, dear God, once more and again for another day's journey. We thank you, God, for having kept us another week. We thank you, dear God, for those who are listening to us, uh, those who are watching us, dear God. We thank you for those homes that represent the love and the the character and identity of, of Christ. We thank you, dear God. For everybody, dear God, who is tuning in on today, we pray, dear God, that lives will be touched, our hearts will be changed, and that uh, revelation will be received. We thank you, God, for all these things and every blessing that you have bestowed upon us each and every day of our lives. In Jesus' most precious name, we say thank God. Thank, thank you, God. God. Thank God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Almighty God. Thank you, Almighty God. Almighty God. Amen. Amen. Now, I'm going to go back on a quick point and then I'm going to share the, the uh, moment um, even to admit to you that as a pastor I've been a pastor now for a number of years and I passed this is my fourth church that I'm pastoring and I know that the churches that I have gone into we have um, practiced certain um, elements mm -hmm. of societal engagement that um, probably should work and a lot of these things people say this is what the church should be doing and we went through these um routine not routines but we went through these ministry um tenants and we still did not gain the momentum that i think that probably we should have mm -hmm. we we looked at things like doing food banks mm -hmm. i mean i don't know how many food banks i've actually engaged in and we've helped um a lot of people not the five thousand at one time amen mm -hmm. but we've helped a lot of people with the food bank but you know when even when you do that, um, the the gospel must come out. You just cannot throw this type of food and sustenance at people That's without right. giving them the Christ that will sustain their soul That's and right. sustain their life. We um, spiritual food, right? Mm -hmm. We we've, we've looked at from the licentious perspective. He's talking about um, housing injustice. We've looked at these issues and talking to um, religious across the state of of. New Jersey that we're living in right now, and then trying to figure out what is and what could be fair and equitable housing 
um, laws so that people can live inside of communities that they want to um, flourish and thrive in. But even that, when we've done that, and th these things, have, the food banks have been successful. The housing issues have been successful. But we are being successful in these social engagements and with youth groups. Somebody say amen. 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 I mean, I, we at one time I remember doing a, a, um, a summer um, Bible camp and we had two, three hundred kids there. And we've done the uh, community meetings where we've had people come up and we would have debates for uh, political engagement. We would invite the politicians into the church. We would invite um, this, the, the, the discussions and discourse this inside of the church that is going on in the community itself. We've done things like um, bring the youth in off the streets, have clubs that are available to them, offer the youth people after school programs. We've done charitable events that are just um, so um, demanding with your time and your efforts. And um, we've had the, we even did like birthday parties every month. Mm -hmm. We did these things. We, we've done concerts. Mm -hmm. Amen. We've done everything. But then we, after we've done all of these things, guess what? We're still seeing across the board a decline in the interest of the church. That's right. That's right. A decline of, marked decline. Mm -hmm. I can go inside of any church and say, oh my goodness, um, your membership is down by two thirds. And even in our, when I saw some um, um, video links from our planning meeting for our um, connectional church, and there were a lot of empty spaces where this was not the case just five, 10 years ago. So we have really leaned forward inside of all of these different engagements and we're still finding ourselves in a place, in a position where this disinterest is taking what? Over. Mm -hmm. And the disinterest is taking over because the people I don't know if they want the church to move at a faster pace with what's going on inside of the um, um, networking of information flowing. Mm-hmm. Or if they want to just disconnect because the church is trying to hold on to what they believe is antiquity, mm -hmm. social antiquity, value systems, what you should and should not be doing. Mm -hmm. Because in reality, nobody wants to be told what they should and should not be doing. Exactly. Particularly with the, with the secular world telling you, you know what, do what you want to do mm -hmm. as long as you want to. Yeah. But they ain't talking about have your way, Lord. They're talking about have your way. And people are enjoying that um, liberation, but they're being liberal to the point of where it's that they're no longer concerned about each other more than they're just concerned about what? Themselves. themselves yeah. We're going to press around. I got some more things. We're going to press around and then let you guys take it and then move a little bit with this thing. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, I first of all, you know, the one thing that people will say today is, is what, I mean, this is an excuse that I don't think is any longer relevant, but they'll blame COVID on, on the decline over the last five years. It was going on before or, COVID. Or, yeah. three, or three years, rather, because we've not been in COVID five. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yes, we know that, but that's what they'll say, right? The reason why planning meeting was uh, scarce, the reason why um, your churches are not as full is because people are uncomfortable coming back. COVID numbers are going up. I mean, we have excuses when it comes to church, but we never 
have those excuses when we go in every and anywhere else. And that's where they're catching COVID at. Where they're catching COVID at. Everywhere, every anywhere else. else. Folk ain't catching COVID in the exactly. churches. They're catching COVID all these other places. Yes. That yes. they're flocking to. Yes. So that's that's point number one there. Disinterested. Now you said disinterested. Are they disinterested in church? The church in terms of the the um the routine of coming to church and participating in a worship service, or are they disinterested in God? I'm glad you asked that because I did not, you jumped into the, the ring in the arena that I was not going to go into, but now okay. that you over the door, mm-hmm. I think that they're probably disinterested in God Yeah, because folk are not believing in the element or the divine nature of there is a, uh, a God that right. is omnipotent, omnipresent, present and have this piece of of uh of of us mm-hmm. that is going to go back to um him okay right amen i i i, I agree that's that was my i wanted to know what you were thinking but i agree with you and um this past sunday in sunday school it gave us a breakdown of numbers about that about i remember many, that yes yeah how many people don't believe in the god of the bible and don't believe like any anything past that, you know, anymore. Um, they believe that what we believe is, um, I think you said it, ant- antiquated and or, you know, just just a, a fairy tale, basically. Um, OK, Com- there's a commercial. Interestingly enough, um, when you talked about the social piece, I do think it ties in in this way that they're uh, with the world and the world constantly. Excuse me, telling us that. um uh, do what you want to do, you know, as long as you want to, right? Have your way, not Lord, but as the pastor said, but have your way. And there was a church, for, there's a church, there's a commercial for this new show that's coming on um, one of these streaming channels. And it's about this girl who was Mormon. And apparently, you know, she left the Mormon church to do what she wanted to do. Um, but all of the stuff that the commercial was stating that she was saying Nobody in the Mormon church tells you A, B, C, and D. And the things that she wanted to gravitate toward were not supported by the Bible at all or the word of God at all. But a flat, but in the background was the vision of a church. She and her um, very interesting new, new life right now and the people who are in it and then flashing across the st- screen in words are the words truth, mm-hmm. which was very interesting to me. And I mean, truth stood out like really boldly as she was saying that, you know, um, they, they don't tell you that you can have this kind, you know, this kind of life and this, you know, all these different things. So the subliminal messages are even there. And the more we pay attention to social media, the more we stay focused on on social media, phones and other people and these filters, because trust me when I tell you, it's a whole bunch of filtering going on. What pe- what you see is really not what you see. It's mostly smoke and mirrors anyway. People are just trying to show you their best, you know, selves, if you will. Um, the world is telling you that this is what's true and it's not, right? Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is problematic. So we come to church and the, the word of God goes forth through the preach word or through Sunday school or taught word. And all of a sudden, you know, we don't look at that as truth, but we look at what we're looking, scrolling through, watching on TV, all these things, these little subliminals that pop up to say, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to. 
People are looking for these days comfortability. So should we change God for society? They are not looking for accountability. So should we change God to make people comfortable for society itself? Because that sounds like idolatry to me. Let me say no, right off the bat. (laughs) No, we should not. Um, Because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I believe that. And um, because I read the word of God, I see in the word of God, the truths of God, right? Um, his, his, his um, promises are yes and amen. I see them manifesting throughout life, right? And I think it's people who decide that they don't want to come in. They don't want to hear the word. They don't want to be accountable for what they're going to receive when they hear the word. They don't want to listen. They don't want to have an ear to hear all those things because they want to be able to do what they want. And we search for the people who are going to pat us on the back and tell us what we want is okay. And we search for the people who are speaking, even if it's a church, we'll go to a church where people are speaking what we want to hear so that we are not accountable for what our behavior is. We can continue to live in our sin, but yet not be held accountable to a God and his judgment. So that's where I stand with that. Um, you both said a lot there <laughs> with the church and whole fast discussion. I think what is profound to me that stood out or stands out is that the church has not continually preached the gospel as they should because they have been trying to cater to get people in the seats so much that they have now started to act like the world. We uh, have changed um the way services operate. But we still call it the gospel. But we still call it the gospel. That's really what the problem is. We have not stood to the foundation of the gospel, to what God has placed and told us, what Jesus said, and Mark, go preach the gospel. And we haven't done that because we've been so to cater so much to the people. And because we have this idea that the church is not successful if every pew, every seat is filled. That's not the case at all. There's no, there is nothing in the Bible that says you have to have a quota of people in the church. And our understanding of the God that we serve is generational. Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. is we, our understanding of the divine did not happen overnight. Mm -hmm. It happened because it was what handed down to us generation by generation. And we took on the understanding that it did not happen in the moment of swift change. Mm-hmm. Time is filled with swift, swift transition. Right. None on earth unmoved can stand. Mm-hmm. Build your hope on things eternal. eternal. Hold what? To God's unchanging hand. Folk don't believe that no more. Absolutely. I, because we, and we had this discussion before, B, if people don't see things changing for them at that particular moment, mm-hmm. that God is moving, then they think God is not doing anything at all because we want an instantaneous gratification Mm -hmm. for it to take place at a time. And not also just instantaneous gratification. We think that we can sit in our sin and it will never be held in account because as we look at the old Testament, God dealt with them right away. We think, Oh, he's, he's forgotten about No, he knows exactly what we're doing, Mm -hmm. but the church has gotten to a place where we don't, as the first lady said, the accountability pieces is critical because we don't want to call out, the things that are the wrongs mm-hmm. because we're so consumed with the people being in the church. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have the people in the church, you look at yourself as not being successful. You look at yourself as being a failure, but God's word does not fail. 
God's word is everlasting. God's word is transformative. The thing is, is that people don't believe in the transformation because they don't see the transformation right at that particular moment. Doesn't mean it's hap- not happening. It's happening in God's time. So we are seeing right now the world, as you both said, are, are able to give people what they want mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I can give you what you want. If you want this, you got it right now. You mm-hmm. have it right now. But the, as the old songwriter said, he's on time God. Yes, he is. Uh-huh. But you have to believe it. You have to know that he is on time. He is going to come at the right moment because if he gives it to us too quickly, we won't give him the glory. Yeah. We'll say that it's somebody else. So it's it really is a church has. We all have to do a better job. It's not necessary. We're not selling anything. Mm-hmm. We're, we are proclaiming the gospel. And our fruit, people should see our fruit and that God is blessing. God is sustaining. God is there. That if I, I know it for myself, I don't have to look to the world. To but if we're, if we're not selling it, what are we doing with it? We are selling it. Well, no, no, no. We're, you said we're proclaiming it. We're, we're out here trying to sell it and that's not working. Right. We should be so proclaiming what, it. Right. Okay. I got you. Yeah. I got you. We should be proclaiming the gospel instead of selling the gospel. Because when we sell the gospel, there's always an attachment to it. There's a cost that people are going to say, okay, now I got some out of it. But no, I'm proclaiming what he has done. I'm proclaiming who he is. I, pro, I am proclaiming the word to be true. If you look back, if you look and you read your Bible and you are there and also read your Bible and you know that it's true, but also. So when you are coming into the sanctuary that you we have to be in a mindset that we have to get past people looking at the vessel and looking at the gospel because of the vessel is not a perfect. Per, we're not perfect people, but we preach a perfect, perfect gospel. Yeah. But then, then th- the thing of it is, too, for me, because I'm, I'm reading a lot of the comments in the chat and I, I'm 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 going back a little bit to um, <laughs> to this thing about whether or not it's disinterested in church or God. And a lot of people are saying they believe it's disinterest in church um, and not so much God. And so I, 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 then I will say, I have, I will, show me, I was go ahead, you go ahead, finish. Faith without works is dead. Right. Right. Show me your God without works. Without works. Right. And, and the word says, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. Well, so, no, no, I, and I, I, I really got to stand, not even to touch on that part. And I got you, mm-hmm. but show me your God without works. Mm-hmm. And you're Thank trying to tell you. me that basically, if you um, don't believe in the church, the church is the work. You have to put mm-hmm. divine work inside of everything that you're doing. That's yeah. exactly what Paul was talking about in right. first Corinthians 15, where he says in verse 58, he says, listen, um, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, what stand firm, mm-hmm. let nothing move you always give yourselves fully uh-huh. to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not, not in, in vain. vain. That's right. Show That's me right. your God by your work. And if you're not in the church, which is the foundation of our work, then how can you try to make a separation? Because you're trying to hold on and let people believe that I hey, I'm not a demon. Right. I'm not. A 
a devil, mm -hmm. but right. you know, I believe in God. I just don't believe in church. Right. And you cannot have it both, both ways. ways. You right. have to understand in order for you to exercise your ability to say, I am a child of God, then you have to follow God. You got to pick up your cross on a daily basis. And you got right. to understand that when he says that my children, my people understand my voice, what are you doing? You're, you're teaching yourself the voice of God all by yourself right. and you're not leaning onto the generational or onto the, uh, the everlasting arms of Christ and, that and is exhibited and preached and taught in the church. Even Paul said, how do they hear without a preacher? I mean, some, somebody ought to say amen right yeah. there. That's right. The, the, the fact is, is that we're, they're wanting to have the ears tickled mm -hmm. and have the preaching come to them from the secular um, right. feel good exactly. arena mm -hmm. and exactly. not the um, arena of understanding that my grace is sufficient for you mm -hmm. and you need to just go ahead and, and get the labor done. Mm -hmm. This is what the Bible, this is not something that's new mm -hmm. where it's always told us that the harvest is plentiful mm -hmm. but the laborers, laborers are few. Yeah. Why are the laborers few? Because the laborers are saying, I don't want to be a part of the labor yeah. camp. Yep. I don't want to do the work. I don't want to do, do none of the work. Mm -hmm. I don't want to put myself or involve myself in what is important, but I still want to tell everybody that I'm a, that I'm a But you know what? The Bible says that's the difference between the, the goats and the sheep. That's right. The wheat and the tares. That's right. And the fact is, is that these things will be separated because Christ said these, Christ said what? Oh my goodness, I put this out of my note. For I was hungry. Mm-hmm. And you gave me something to eat. I was mm -hmm. thirsty. You gave me something mm -hmm. to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. That's Matthew 25, 35, 36. What, what? other institution or organization has that as their vision statement except it? Be in by the church. The church. Amen. That's the church vision statement. That's right. How can you, and if you're saying, all right, I'm tired of the church, then hold the church accountable to the vision statement. There you go. That and was it, my point. That, that was going to be my point about that very thing. If you have a difficulty with the church, then what are you doing to change it, to make it more um, at, uh, uh, um, appealing, more um more uh, inviting. We're boycotting more, that. Yeah. We're just not going to go. Are you, what are you doing? You just exactly. don't, you don't go. You don't participate. So how do you so how do you handle that? You know, and, and to both of your points, it, we have to understand and separate. We we have gotten so caught up in denomination that we forgot the church universal. So we want we want to break off and we get frustrated and we're going to switch denominations. But we're talking about not only that. What about just the church? The, what, if it's the right. same denomination, because we got churches that are close enough together right now, they jumping all over the place. This is, that is true. It, you're absolutely right. The, but this the whole thing that what the pastor said is so important because <laughs> the church God's word has a proven track record. Yep. There That's is nothing it. in this creation in this world that we can uh, historically go back to as much as we see the foundation laid by Christ, mm -hmm. that we start the, the start of the church and Paul writes about the church and we see all the things and, you know, mm -hmm. he talks about it and we see that this, even when there is so much 
coming against the church, the mm-hmm. church is still standing because there are still some fighters in the church who says, I'm going to continue to preach this gospel regardless of what the world may say. So if you look at that and say, this is certainly something significant that I want to be a part of, because guess what? Even when there's things coming against me, it's still holding fast. And we got so many institutions, organizations within the church that are bound by the rules of doctrine and discipline. And that's what they threw down everybody's throat, what, 10, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. What does the doctor say? Well, what does the Bible say? Absolutely. What does the Bible say? Well, we're not interested in the Bible. We're more interested in the doctrine and discipline. And then you gave them the doctrine and discipline and they still were not satisfied. And they don't, and it's it's interesting you said it because some people can know the discipline doctrine, uh, like you said, uh, far better than they know the Bible. But Know the word of God because it does it will transform, it will cut things uh from you that you that needs to be released. But it's this this proven track record that is here, that the church is here to help you heal, to help you grow, to to further you, we are rejecting it because of our own selfish desires. And not not only that, I think the other part of it also is is that um I don't, I often hear, I've heard many people say, and I, I ascribe to this way of thinking as well, don't just come to me with the problem. What's the solution? And I think most rational thinking people are okay with you bringing them a solution. Now, if they take the advice and do it, that's completely up to them. And then you'll see, you know, where they are in terms of, um, of how they feel about it. But I think that instead of just complaining about what I don't like, what I don't like, and there's no contribution to, you know, making it better and, and you working to make it better. Then I think that we're at a place where I go back to people really don't want God. Um, and it's not about the building because they will go to the building where the building is choir filled, music going on. All those things, right, are, are lined up and in place. We'll go to that building and they could be teaching a gospel that is certainly not in alignment with the word of God, but because all of that, that stimulus is happening. And that's what I think we're drawn to more than anything. We're drawn to the stimuli. You know, if we don't have a, a, a musician, um, then we have problems. If we don't have a, a, you know, somebody who could sing like Tamla man, we got a problem. If we don't, you know, uh, have, you know, those types of visuals, we have problems. churches nowadays that people are flocking to, that do have larger crowds, and even those crowds are even somewhat diminished. Are these are these churches that when you go in, you like you at a concert, you at a, a club somewhere, and this is what people are drawn to um, more than drawn to the Word of God. So I think overall, at the end of the day, it, it's about God and His Word, and not about the aesthetics of the surroundings that you're in. Mm-hmm. I will still. I really want to go back to that piece that um, you said that people are saying that I'm really not um, ascribing to um, church more than I am to God. And I've got to, I've got to really lift up that James scripture that that's, that's cool, but I want to see your works. I've got to see your works Mm -hmm. because if you believe God, then I want to see exactly how are you showing that you believe in God more than just saying, you know what? I, I believe God. And then in where that, is you, where, 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 where are the, where is the empirical evidence of your belief system? Where is the evidence of your faith? Where is the evidence of your proselytizing people that are lost? 
And then in this, because I, when you're talking about that, address this too, because um, Sister uh, Philippa was just saying that people need to feel the love of God through Christians. That is what draws people in. All of the I, rules of a church can push people away. Incorporate one, that in that. 100% of what you said is important and true. Mm -hmm. But people can understand the love of God just by going outside of your home right. and taking in a breath of fresh air. That's right. God loves me. He gave me this um, fresh and beautiful air to breathe and to be able to experience life um, and everything that he um, anoints me with and everything mm -hmm. that he um, gifts me with on a daily basis. The love of God is experienced in every aspect of life creation, itself yeah. and creation itself. Christians must do the work of the church and spreading. And as what what uh, say, proclaiming mm -hmm. so that after you proclaim and after you lift up God, then allow God to draw people together. And once we come together, then that's when we become a voice to be reckoned with, mm -hmm. because at that point we can stand firm, not only on the foundation of Christ, but we can stand firm against inequality, against injustices, against anything that would not only go against us, but we can stand together and move with momentum in a direction that will go for us. The answer is never to move away from the institution that would what bind us mm -hmm. you stay within the institution because god inhabits what the, the praises of the, the praises of the people mm -hmm. so if you go to church on sunday morning you should be able to praise yourself into a unified force and but if you go to church on sunday morning and you ain't got no praise on the inside or on the outside you don't yeah. even come to church to fake it no more yeah and don't put so much on the institution as the institution is going to be the one that's going to make the change for you. That has to be God that's going to make the change. Because as soon as you don't get what you want from an institution, then you want to get frustrated and walk away altogether. But that's what we do with God. I, absolutely. Right. You're absolutely we right. do that with God. Absolutely. If God doesn't. But can you turn God off? You can't turn him off. You, you can't turn him off, but you can walk away from the institution. I think we want to put a lot of the. Uh, some of the responsibility and some of uh, all in the institution. But what are we doing in our walk with Christ? Yeah, we put all of it on the and, institution and, soon, and, and the workers of the institution. Absolutely. As soon as somebody in the church makes you upset, yeah. then you want to be, oh, it's there's no love in the institution. However, the love is there. Mm -hmm. It is it's there, but you have to know where the love starts from, and that is uh, the love that Christ has in, has given us. Right. I give everybody the benefit of um, understanding. It's like, listen, if that's what you believe, help me to um, see what you see, because I really want to see things through the eyes. And for people, because I'm um, in counseling session, somebody um, contacted me. And they were of uh, another faith. And they said, really, I've been so um, hurt by the church, but I am a spiritual person. And I was like, okay, we're not even going to talk about the church right now. Let's just talk about your understanding of who and how and how great and how um, um, delivering and and freeing the God is that you are embracing, have been embracing for decades. And when you start listening to people's um, description of who they now without the church have created God to be. It sounds so idolatry like mm -hmm. it sounds very much like, you know what? 
even though you're saying you're progressive, it sounds like the stuff that was going on thousands of years ago mm -hmm. at the bottom of the mountain mm -hmm. with the golden calf stuff. Mm -hmm. It sounds like, you know what, it's cool with the party, but what's going to happen when um, um, the trumpet sounds and they start coming down off the mountaintop? That's right. And at, at that point, I mean, what, what do you do? The party is always good to get shut down. That's right. <laughs> That's how it is. The well, party say, always say good. Time. That party is always good to get shut down. And then, you know how it is. Well, it's like, right. Don't like y'all never been there before. Everybody's <laughs> right. Say that and, one more you know, time. You know, Suits you in the party right. and everything. He, he, flashing. He, he finally he, got a good one. I Go ahead and say it one more time. The party is always good to get shut down. You know that's the truth. As soon as you get reached capacity, somebody does something crazy. They come in there with everybody and it's all over. Then it's the gospel of the streets. That's exactly it. But it, you know, <laughs> then that's what that yeah. tells my truth. And as you run away, you screaming, "What, Lord Jesus, Jesus, Jesus save help me, help me, save me, Lord!" Because I am not trying to go to jail right now. That's what it is. Drinks, drinks yes. flowing. You know, know everything. You all good, right? Chaotic. Until wait, until Moses come down off that mountain, burn that, right. burn, that cat, yes. burn that golden calf, burn that golden calf, and yeah, make you drink true. that drink. Man, that drink with water with uh, gold powder in it. And, 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 and you trying to get inside of one of the 12 gates and you've been so drunk and so high you still you smelling like weed at the gate say it. Uh, that's right that's you don't want to have it in your miles. life black and miles you know I, I i'm really really wanting us to understand one piece we're not really going anti anything today that's right i'm because if you let people um hold on to something that you're talking about they'll go crazy in a direction that you don't want them to go into. Yeah. So I want to throw a disclaimer out there right now. We're not anti anything. And if you found a way to serve God and it is effective and you're trying to tell me that it does not, it's not inside of the church, then help me out. I'm, I'm coming to follow with you because my whole purpose is I want to serve God. Mm -hmm. I want to be a servant. And if you're saying, well, you know what, well, we're doing this and we're doing that, then if it if it's something out there that you're doing that has not been effective in the church, then help your church, wherever your church is, figure out what they may or may not be doing Amen. that is um, God-like so that you can increase the um, the influence of the church instead of your own personal influence. Yeah, yeah. Everybody today want to be an influencer. It, it, they do, but That's everybody want to be an influencer, mm -hmm. but they don't want Jesus to be um, the one who influenced them. Yep. That's right. It's all about, let me take the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And it, I think preachers need to get back to it even more so now that when you stand up, even to preach, tell the church, let me sit down. Yes, that's right. And let the preacher stand up. That's right. And then speak from what God is giving you and come from the heart, not from the um, direction that you're trying to um, entertain and proclaim something to somebody that's going to be symbolic of this um, celebrity preacher status stuff that's going on you know, in the churches these it's so, days. It's so interesting. Tell them about it's Jesus. It's so interesting you said that about um, influencers because if you are uh, on social media and you scroll through, Right. Everybody's an influencer. Every, right. If you scroll through on social media, <laughs> you'll see that when one person does something or two people do it, not everybody does it. It's like it's, it's a it's a domino effect. And so there's this thing, I, you know, um, we're cannibalizing I be, I might, ideas. I might be behind the times with it, but 
So there's this this thing where they're taking these videos on Instagram now where it looks like the camera's circling around you, right? And and looks like you're spinning around on a circle. I don't know what that's called. I don't know how to do it. I don't really care. I'm just saying that that's just what everybody now is doing with their with their pictures. You know, if oh, at somebody the huh? at the parties. Yeah, or yeah, at the parties or wherever they are. Mm-hmm. They just they're doing that. If if somebody's on there and um, you know, it's about doing certain filters, then everybody wants to do that filter. So it's a copycat. It's everybody's doing what somebody else does. And the thing about it is to, to steal pastor, each other's audiences to the pastor's point. Ain't nobody trying to imitate Christ. That's what gets me. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these people on there are Christians though. <sighs> yeah. I'm just, and I ain't never going to take that away from you. If you, are, you can be a Christian and just need to be uh, really mindful mm-hmm. of your um, activities because everybody um, don't wake up in the morning knowing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, how you're supposed to be doing it. And everybody can take a, a, a step into the direction of, I may need some mentoring. I may need to go back to my generational understanding. Mm-hmm. And I may not need to be jumping all the way off into this newness because it's not tried. It's not true. We need to follow um, um, an a, a level of a foundational belief system that has um, undergone centuries Come on now. of oppression, suppression, abuse, violence, yep. and still has survived yeah. and still is thriving. Yeah. This direction we're going into today, mm-hmm. if you're saying, all right, this is the direction we're going into, look how long the direction we were on has survived. Right. Do you think where you're going in this direction you're going into today that it is survivable for generations? Mm. Do you think that it won't be so saturated that the eventuality of it is the absolute um, diminished presence of the church is going to happen? It's, it's really, the writing is starting to be on the wall. Y'all need to get yourselves back into a collective, unified um, state of understanding. Become the body of Christ. Quit trying to be fingers, noses, lips, eyes, ears, toes, <laughs> all in the same time frame. Stay in your lane. Know your purpose. Mm-hmm. Once you understand your purpose, then see where you fit in, get in, and then make the thing happen in such a way that everything works together for the good of those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. I believe that if you follow your purpose, God has given you a purpose that is going to be enacted only as you are grafted into the body of Christ. That's right. And once you are grafted into the body of Christ, that's when the fullness comes. The fullness of the Holy Spirit. Because you can go off inside of a lot of different directions and get a partial um, um, portion. Mm -hmm. But the fullness comes when everybody gets together. And then the rushing mighty wind comes in. And the ground begins to shake. And people begin to be joyful and speaking in such a way that folk will be able to understand you from whatever direction that you're coming to because you're speaking in terms of what the Spirit of God has given you. Mm-hmm. That's right. Amen. 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 Hold fast. I like that. I like that. Hold fast. Oh, my like... <laughs> <laughs> Silly. No, I know. But, you know, 
really powerful tonight that we have to understand what our responsibility is in the church. And like the pastor said, be a part of the body. And it's not I, me, my mind. It's we, us are together. Remember that we have to be together. Right. If we want to deal with pronouns, let's do that. Yeah, I, thank you. Hey, say it. Don't, yeah, don't. Yeah, Come that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation, conversation right there. Cut it out. You're but, uh, confusing yes, me now. You're yeah, confusing uh, me now. Yeah, but if we want to be, you know, we have to work together. And that, you know, we we know that we are here for a purpose. And our purpose is to praise and to serve God. And that's being around all his children, regardless of what their background is. We have to love on them. And we have to continue to Hold each other up um, and not always have an expectation to always take from somebody. Mm-hmm. But what are you giving to someone? Mm-hmm. And what are you giving to your church? And everybody that's using giving to the church, people automatically assume financially. That's right. that's right. not it. That's you gotta you know, yeah. people oh, oh, what are you your time, you calling and checking up on somebody, you stopping by to see someone, that is loving your brother and your sister. That's giving of yourself and not expecting anything in, to, in return. And if you and if you are giving financial, you still should have expectation that when you turn it over, that people are being good stewards over the finances. I, I remember when I first um, came, became, I was in my early 20s, came serious and joined into the church. And the church became that life force for me. And what was so special what was so powerful about it was nothing more than the um, spirits and the souls and the people who came together and decided that I'm going to lift up a voice that is going to make its way to the gates of heaven Mm. on a together basis we're going to harmonize. We're going to touch and agree. And I, the church, and in that moment, you felt a power. It was a powerful movement. Mm-hmm. And it was not anybody who was up front. It was nobody who was in behind and nobody who was on the peripheral. You moved, what, together. Mm-hmm. And you yearned for that collective experience and you wanted to be back inside of that moment. It's only when we begin to start saying, shine the light on me. Uh-uh, don't do it, Maurice. Shine the light from heaven, Lord. And then shine at that point, me. we begin to lose our power uh-huh. because then we start having all of these, um, I mean, banquets, award ceremonies and, um, lifting up the first people in this and, and the, um, the money really got involved inside of the, uh, going all the way back just to that basic um, um, grinding out the, the understanding of God and lifting up a voice uh, with somebody, effective, fervent prayers with people that availeth much inside of our lives. You, you got to know, understand that's where our power is. That's where our power shall be. And that's where our power comes from. Amen. Amen. Wait, is 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 there some more um, active comments that are going on out there? Uh, no, I think. We or do we go so far away from? And I don't even want to know who uh, made what comments. But do we go so far um, in response to a comment that folks just like I ain't saying nothing else? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that was the hot topic—the one about church and God. 
I, it, <laughs> really everybody. But someone will say, you have faith. I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds. And I will show you my faith by what I what do. You believe that there's one God, good. Even the demons believe that and, and shudder. Mm. Yes. I can only show you my God through my deeds. Mm-hmm. How is it can I show you God by just telling you I believe in God and then going back into my house and hiding in my cave? Mm. There, 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 there is no practice of your religious strength. Mm-hmm. There is no um, um, struggle there. There is no doing whatever it takes to help out my brother and sister who may have a need. There is no everybody what selling off everything and giving up everything so that all of us can benefit as a community. I'm not saying we go out and do the um, situation like it was back then, but what I am saying is that we can become stronger and we can um, equalize the playing field, bring people up so that we can combat um, the difficulties of society as a group Amen. and stop looking for the differences and for the distinctions besides Christ. Christ must be the center of our yes, lives. Yes, yes. Once God becomes the center of your life, then at that point you begin to forget about all the things that make us different. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Lasting remarks. Well, take away, as you said, stop being so selfish and start doing what God has called you to do. Um, is This is everything that you said tonight was important, but I think what stood out for me the most is that we are part of the body of Christ. We all have a responsibility to be active and do our, our do our part, do our part, but do our part that the glory goes to him and it's not for our own elevation but it's for someone to know and we are proclaiming this gospel. Y'all get them subscribers up. Amen. Go ahead, uh, First Lady. You're done? I sent you a haze. I'm done. I'm good. Amen. All we right. Gotta, is, is there something else on the um, talkie screen? No. As uh, usual, we just want to thank you all for joining us for this conversation. We pray that it touched you in a good way and that it maybe invoked something in you um, that will help promote the kingdom of God a little further on tomorrow um, in the days ahead. So thank you again for letting us join in um, or joining in with us on tonight. And I'll leave you with this. The word of God says, I solemnly urge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he comes to set up his kingdom, preach the word of God, be prepared whether the time is favorable or not patiently correct rebuke and encourage your people with good teaching for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths, but you should keep a clear mind in every situation Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news 
and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. That was Paul talking to Timothy, who was a preacher. But I say that we are all ministers of the gospel. And that word is for each and every one of us. God bless you. Thank y'all for me, the Jesus loving Jersey girl, the licentiate and the pastor. We love you. We out.